0: The final curtain is preparing to fall on the NFL's 100th season celebration. But before it does, it's time for the showstopper. Super Bowl 54, a game set to tell a tale of the wise old sage still seeking his crowning glory in Chiefs head coach Andy Reid or the young Kyle Shanahan as brilliant with his mind as his quarterback is beautiful. The IQ and GQ combination that has run riot quite literally through these playoffs. But there is Mahomes. There is always Mahomes. NFL MVP 12 months ago, a quarterback in a generation, they say, who was caged up in his rookie season before exploding onto the big stage. If anyone can rip through the 49ers' number one pass defense, surely number 15 can. It's Super Bowl 54.
1: It's coming, pass is picked off. He's going to go
0: looking again and it's picked off by Stephen Gilmore down on the right sideline.
1: Into the end
2: zone and he's picked off. Back the other way.
3: Hello, welcome back to another edition of the UK Pick 6 podcast, where as always, myself, Ollie Wilson, Jazz Gilliam and Dave Bluck try to, well, we tried to make some money during the latter part of this season, the NFL season, uh, with our supposed knowledge of the league. Uh, Dave and Jazz have made some money. I am still um, in a big deficit, but there are no more games to bet on anyway so I'm clean for the next seven months or so because the NFL season is I I don't want to say finally finished because nobody wants it to finish you always get after a Super Bowl oh when's the next game oh really September that's when serious football starts again and there's a whole load of other stuff including this bargaining agreement that's coming out and everything like that in the offseason the combine the quarterback controversies where brady's gonna go this year there's all that to look into later on in the year it's all about this week looking back at what happened last sunday super bowl 54 in miami it has been a banger of a super bowl uh, the san francisco 49ers losing to the kansas city chiefs patrick mahomes sitting atop the mountain of the nfl the youngest quarterback to win MVP in the Super Bowl he is now the king the big daddy himself on top of the pile in the NFL Dave first and foremost before we get into it let us know I know we already asked you this but I'm going to ask you again how many guess the weights of players (laughs) did you get right because Mahomes is unbelievable comeback can only be bettered by I think the score that you got of guess the weight of the NFL player drunkenly during the Super Bowl which to me is far more impressive I think (laughs)
1: Agreed. <laughs> well, can I just, can I kind of just congratulate you all because I had some technical difficulties. It uh, seems like a recurring thing on this podcast. We just uh, did an intro um, again there, and you just did a fantastic diatribe summing up the season, the off season to come, the Super Bowl. <laughs> I think you might be in love with Patrick Mahomes on several different levels as uh, I know, uh, after you hearing you speak there. Yeah, um, yeah. There's some but, strong uh, feelings. <laughs> yeah so uh, fantastic introduction. Um yeah I got um I got seven out of ten from my hazy recollection of guessing players weights. Um uh, which was, is uh, ludicrous
2: really. That's a that's a, almost an impossible thing. When I, when I were trying to guess out of twenty and I said over three and a half and all really thought that was way too high. Clearly you are to a pro. Not
1: exact, right. Yeah, no, but we should get them right, wasn't it? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I got them I got them closer than the other guys. I think I got, like, two exactly. Oh. Uh, two or three. We oh. usually watch the rules in this, don't we?
3: Yeah, because I yeah, thought you did were you guessing. Think I got them...
2: Did you think I, I got seven? I thought it was exact. Well, this yeah. is why it
3: was more impressive to me than anything Patrick no. Mahomes did. Yeah, that, <laughs> that is
2: nuts. Yeah, that would have been amazing. No, 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 no. That's why oh. I asked earlier well, now if i had, suppressed. like, a impressed. Now I only have been on the beer, for fuck's yeah. sake.
3: <laughs> yeah, I think so. How many did you get exactly <laughs> right?
1: Uh, two or three? Well,
2: three ones. and a half Still was the over good. under So either way you fucked me
1: Down to the single pound God it takes a lot to impress you Jazz
2: I mean, Well I that's the rules of the three. game That's what you took the rules of the game were
1: Well no it's it's who who guesses the closest You never
2: that's, told me that That's you the competition exact.
3: between them but we had the side bet Of how many you get exactly <laughs> right Jeez.
1: Yeah. All right, okay, well there you go. Yeah, so I'd uh, uh, two or three I'd say, <laughs> which is so there you go. So
3: Jazz is a broken man, Dave's a broken man with his recording, I'm a broken man from the lurgy i've managed to pick up this is going to be a great podcast everybody's going to be really happy about <laughs> this right it's going to be fun looking back yeah um we're, we're going to have some fun on this i hope uh we're going to have some super bowl winners on the podcast as well we'll have some audio from the locker room uh, of the kansas city chiefs after they uh, hoisted the lombardi trophy out on the field um dave where did you end up watching it in the end down in taunton wasn't it
1: down in taunton in deepest somerset um, is where we watched the uh, the three of us together watch the uh, the Eagles win two years ago the great night yeah yeah Ollie ran around the entire room that was then, fun um,
2: and he disappeared yeah. though he did disappear to the bar for a little while he wasn't completely unfindable because he wanted to be on his own because he was scared they were going to lose
3: couldn't
1: watch yeah it. I had to go and find him that's right couldn't yeah. watch
3: it with people yeah no couldn't <laughs> watch it with people
1: <laughs> well not with Patriots fans as well there were some there
3: oh they were obnoxious
1: so I can understand why you'd want to get away
3: yeah. Um okay. Jazz you were at home.
2: Just at home watching it at home made loads of food. Made loads of food. Really good food. That was uh probably the highlight of the game. At the start and then the game just took over and was wonderful the whole way through.
3: Before we talk about the actual game itself, can I just say that for I've I rewatched the game on the flight home today. It is one of the most aesthetically beautifully shot Super Bowls that I've seen in terms of the colours, the way the stadium looked and a lot of the camera work that they did. I thought Fox in general and, and the Super Bowl committee with the with the colouring of the stadium with the bright kind of blue pins coming off the top of the white roof and all the bright pink lettering around it just looked fantastic under the night sky and it was a beautifully clear night sky in Miami as well. We had per- There wasn't a cloud in the sky for the whole day while we were there. The sunset on that stadium was such a bright, bright orange that contrasted with the bright turquoise seats it it looked well, mo- you're really into colours
1: aren't you oh, yeah. it, but
3: this is the thing it was such a, a colour vi- it was such on. a vibrant <laughs> vibrant palette of colours throughout the whole of the afternoon and then into and the you know, night and that's as well just, and
1: that mirrored like the city and the cultures are like so ah, all right. vibrant and, <laughs> well hold on a second like, you know we know Ollie's been like, unwell it just all works together are we not
2: sure we're not sure he's not been having a few too many paracetamols that's made him a little <laughs> bit high <laughs> I mean that it's not it's not outside the he, realms possibility here,
1: he, or either he's taken some magic mushrooms.
3: Or something, uh, no, I something. I just seeing <laughs> colours
1: that none of us can even interpret. I just
3: thought it was a stunning looking <laughs> yeah. super. No, that's Bowl. nice, man. did the stadium look great. great. The stadium looked
1: really, really good. It made Hard Rock look like
2: somewhere you really want to go and watch a game. I
3: uh, definitely, yeah. and I would definitely recommend it, it really as well. Is. Like we were in the back row, and you didn't feel too far away from it in any way, shape, or form. From the action, you could see everything going on. It was, it was phenomenal. What, just what's to say the, the most head?
2: important thing. Because you said any way, shape, or form again. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> it just I'm comes just out of nowhere. I'm ca- just going to have a counter
1: <laughs> uh, up in the corner of the screen. I actually have already started that, Dave, but I'm just not going to do it for a little while. <laughs> every time Ollie says that, every time I go, uh, or just have an incredibly long pause, yeah, we'll have separate counters. Every time Jazz says something irrelevant or pointless. i do oh, I'll, a win. Counter that I'll goes clearly win enough. that one, won't I? Yeah.
3: <laughs> um, but you had that. You had that kind of the setup, and then you had The Rock introducing the team. That
2: was so good, yeah. Oh,
4: yeah. I missed that.
3: <laughs> I can't believe I you been missed that. I have
1: outside smoking or something. I've missed it.
3: I heard that Should somebody I? said that Sky didn't show it, but you were watching it on Sky, Jazz? or NFL BBC. Or Network? I watched the BBC. Okay, maybe Sky didn't show it. I'm not 100% sure, but some people said that they didn't see it as well. But whoever didn't see it, get online, find a way of seeing it. The Rock's introduction. It now, yeah, oh, yeah it was that is so gets you. good jacked up that got yeah, you yeah. so excited man that yeah, was wicked good. um and then we got into the game what a game
1: yeah very good game very yeah, very i good game. i think i messaged you afterwards ollie it's a bit unfortunate um and i feel uh i don't know lucky that you didn't bring it up yet but i said that it wasn't a classic um oh really that's how I, yeah that's how i felt at the time um but I, you know well, you I were drunk. watched it back i was drunk um and I was probably disappointed that I didn't guess more uh, weights correctly as well. Um, but, <laughs> that's going to leave a. Uh, that's going to be
3: a thorn in the side for it's any sour taste in really. the
1: mouth. That isn't it? That's yeah, like a slap. It's probably sad about Kyle as well, and uh, you know, it's a lot of emotions running around in my head. But yeah, I I've, I've watched it back um, on the condensed forty, and um, it is uh, yeah one of the better super bowls that I've seen since watching the sport. Definitely, yeah.
3: There's just no, there's just no doubt. Everybody knows the tale of what has happened in that game. I think by now already, if you haven't seen it, um, San Francisco 20 to 10 up with about, I mean, there's still about six minutes 30 left in the fourth quarter before Kansas get their first of the three comeback touchdowns. Basically, it's an absolute travesty, and they that San Fran weren't able to lock up that Super Bowl in the situation they found themselves in, and there are two big people that have had big fingers pointed at them. When going into the week, everybody was kind of saying the weakest aspect of coaching in that San Francisco 49ers team is Robert Sala, the D coordinator, and how he's done not much with a very good group. It's the talent that is making him look great as opposed to him making talent even better was a lot of the the rhetoric around Miami towards the end of the week, which I thought was very unfair, to be honest. Um, And then... Salah's defence came out and played brilliantly against a Patrick Mahomes that struggled so much early on. And I don't understand why they didn't go deep very often. Every single streak route that Tyreek Hill ran almost until the fourth quarter had a comeback to it. And that was when Mahomes got picked off trying to find Tyreek Hill on one of those comeback routes, trying to find a window that wasn't there when Warner stepped in front of it. It just meant they didn't have that depth and and Hill and Mahomes weren't in sync on trying to hit on those comeback routes. And Salah's defense played really well in shutting down other aspects. And, and really, Damian Williams was the thing that kept them grinding through on some of those short yardage third downs that, and, uh, and obviously the fourth downs as well on that drive that they got the first touchdown on that yeah. got them through. Mahomes has a fullback in now who moves out to the tight end position it's going to be Williams behind him as
0: Mahomes is going to bootleg out little option and Mahomes going to take it in himself instead keeping it and diving into the end zone and Patrick Mahomes continues to create his legacy the first touchdown of Super Bowl 54 falls to number 15 on a little option and dive into the end zone from the one yard line Kansas City 6 San Francisco 3 with an extra point to come. And that is the mobility of Patrick Mahomes in motion right there, Shane Baring. Yeah, and that's
5: actually the second option play that they've called already this game.
3: In terms of Jimmy Garoppolo, I think Jimmy Garoppolo just showed exactly what I said he was after the Vikings game, which is under any pressure and a pocket kind of starting to collapse around him. He starts throwing a little bit wildly. And, you know, that first interception that he threw was exactly that case. You know, there's no need to be slinging that ball out in desperation out to the right sideline. It was an easy pick. He underthrows his receiver by about 10 yards on that one. And I so know he's, he's been having a nice connection. Though, I don't I don't know if he was. i I'm think he's sure just... he was
2: trying to throw it out of bounds so he could avoid the sack. But I think I th- when, if you look at the flight of the ball, it's very wobbly. And so I think that his arm or something got hit along the way so he didn't um, get a full release.
3: Yeah, he's just getting hit as he throws. But... At yeah. that point, I think you've got to be safer as a quarterback, and you've got to realize you need to either you need to take that hit and tuck it in because that pocket was collapsing. He, it, it's the second hit that makes it a kind of bad throw. Yeah. But when that first hit comes in, you've got to realize, okay, this ship is going down, and you need to protect. You need to protect, and and it's one thing that Garoppolo in those situations when he's getting hit doesn't seem to think protect. He seems to think fling it or at least he did against the Vikings in the playoffs and we didn't see yeah. him throw against Green Bay really at all. Yeah, that's fair. Um, so I found that kind of just playing into the rhetoric Narrative. that I built in my mind of Jimmy Garoppolo in, this, in the playoffs and, and how he's going to deal with any sort of pressure. I mean, Debo Samuel was brilliant in the early going. He and Garoppolo had a lovely exchange. I really rated how Garoppolo, instead of on the uh, jet sweeps that they were running, he wasn't handing it off it was always little pop passes either forwards or backwards to whichever receiver was coming across or whoever was making that motion to then belly out the other side. And that actually makes it so difficult for a defense because you're keeping your hands in tight. So it's really difficult to know whether that ball has been taken out of the QB's arms or not at first glance because there's no obvious reach and then the arm being pulled back or anything like that. And that's what got Kansas City, I think, quite static at points. But... They went away from that, and they went away from the run game. And then when they, they got into trouble,
2: time, second half they rushed ten times. When
3: ten they got, times when yeah. they when you need to be running the clock down, you can't yeah. give can't give Kansas City time. I mean, the one thing you don't want to give them is an opportunity to get momentum and time on the clock to be able to get scores back. It's just it's really badly mismanaged, but in part by Garoppolo, and in part well, in massive part don't by Shanahan, Kyle Shanahan. But-
2: that Shanahan. I mean, speaking of Shanahan on that one and talking about mismanagement of the clock, do we all agree that his decision to run the clock down at the end of the first half was a mistake?
3: I think John Lynch didn't like it. No, he definitely. Timeout. Liked it. John
2: Lynch was <laughs> yeah, the timeout. desperately
1: hitting the time out call on the uh, from the box. Yeah. Because I understand the idea
2: that you don't want to say risk a three and out and then the Chiefs get the ball back, and then they score. But at the same time, you're t- trying to win the game. You're playing to win the game. You're not playing to draw a game or to hold on to a game. You're yep. there to win the game. And considering that Kittle pass, which in fact I think was probably past the difference, they still made a very big gain down the field. If they had done that again on third down and have been successful, or if they had more time and didn't have to be as, desper- as desperate as they had to be to try and get the yards to try and get a field goal... They may have had a better chance of trying to get some more points on the board, extending that lead. Granted, you may have given Kansas City a chance to then go back down the field, but your defense is playing great. Mm. Let your defense yeah. do what they're supposed to do. You're it's supposed a- to trust your offense to get points and you're supposed to trust your defense not to. So I think that decision to avoid taking the timeouts and running the clock down just said to the entire team I don't trust any of you. Let's just try and hold on to what we have. <laughs>
1: Ugh. It's so tough, isn't it? And then, you know, I feel so bad for Shanahan. Like, you know, I looked back, uh, this was a uh, tough <laughs> research to do, but um, looking back at the Falcons Super Bowl loss. Yeah. Um, so, Niners end the game in the Super Bowl this time. Um, punt, punt, turnover on downs, inception while the Chiefs are racking up 21 un- unanswered points. Yep. So in the Falcons Super Bowl, from the touchdown to make it 28-3, the start of the comeback, they went punt, fumble, punt, punt, and suddenly it's 28-all, and then the rest is history. The mistake so, you made on that one? It's savage. The the
2: Julio Jones catch. The really uh, good Julio Jones catch. Yeah, the one catch. that yeah, was going to be... Yeah. Yep. I'm sure that Hula Jones gets it maybe the 30 or 20 yard line, something like yep. that. It's deep into Patriots' territory. Yeah. And the first play that he calls next is not a run play to try and get the, the clock down, to try and conserve the ball. And then if you go three and out there, but you just kick a field goal, you're then 31 3 up. That should be the ball game. He throws a pass, and that pass is the one that I think it's Dante Hightower gets in and strip sacks right
1: uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah.
2: So you call a run three times in a row there and you don't call a pass, you win the game.
3: Cheers for bringing up really old wounds for Dave on this. I know, book. but <laughs> I brought it
2: up. It's, it's, no, it's, no, no, Dave no, no. Brought, brought it up, up but it's play fair, calling. It, it comes back to the play calling. Yeah, you look it's at the, the management. game we just yeah. had, similar things happen. If you have a, a five-yard game with, I think it was Mostert, you don't pass the next time and then pass again. You run again because you've got five yards. Yeah. no, You, take- you run again, you kick a field goal. You just keep that scoreboard ticking over. Yeah, if you've got a
3: 10-point lead and there's 9:40 to go, you run, run and then maybe throw if you have to or you try you find a way to hopefully work out a third and two and they were moving the ball on the ground very nicely. Really well.
2: Really well. I, with either Samuel or Mostert, there was no reason to try and pass as often as he did. What you're trying to accomplish, you're not you're not desperate, you're not trying to come back from behind, you have a lead. If you have a lead, try and run the clock out, get the ball moving as much as you can on the ground. Kick field goals if you have to
3: why would he not have that i mean i don't understand this is asking probably a question that's way beyond any of us but why would you not have that faith in your defense and your running game right there when I couldn't you, tell you when you've had your running game all playoffs and your defense has been one of the strongest in the league or the strongest in the league arguably all year i mean it he just doesn't bottled it doesn't make any sense why you no. would bottle it i mean people asked him about whether he was you know why he hadn't run away scared from that loss uh, with Atlanta and, and he said no I always wanted to face up and open up to it but it seemed like it was almost he didn't want to be seen as being scared and timid so he tried to be aggressive by throwing and killing the game that way almost
2: but that's the same mistake he made that like we just said Ugh. there in the Atlanta game where the aggression's what got him sniped off if he didn't wasn't as aggressive as he had been and been a bit more controlled and run the ball and run the clock out, they win that game. Is that just because that
3: of the new mentality in the NFL? You know, we see obviously more fourth downs being attempted these days. You know, we had yeah, things so like many Doug Peterson, <laughs> but we had we had things like Doug Peterson obviously being hyper aggressive in the Super Bowl against yep. the Patriots at times. You know, and Sean McVay was a very aggressive coach as well with their run with the Rams uh, last year. Is this just like the new school of head coaches to be aggressive and he did. He situation. did go for it,
1: didn't he? Uh, he did go for it on 4th and... Was it 4th and 9 or 4th and 10? In, well, the, in the 4th
3: quarter? The
2: and last play have... of the game. Well, not the last play of the game. last play of the game before... Well, they had yeah. to go for it because they were down. Yeah. There was two minute, less than 2 minutes left.
3: Yeah, that was before the Damien so Williams
2: So He, had, he went for it then is kind of not really a point. No there, because...
1: was, no, there was another one before then, I'm sure, where he went for it on 4th down and they could have punted when they were still in it, when it was still close. I'm sure there was another fourth down I as well. I don't remember that. No, oh, I'd, I'd have I to haven't. have a look back through. Maybe I'm mistaken, but I thought I mean, there you was were another drinking one. drinking a lot. I was yeah. drinking a lot. It's
3: all a bit hazy, uh, Jess. Just, <laughs> just out of interest, um, George Kittle, that end of the first half. The pass interference. Offen- offensive pass interference.
2: I think it's a bit of six and two threes. I can understand where the refs have called it because he's pushed off, but I'm sure I've seen somewhere that there was a Kelsey grab in the game that was very similar.
1: It just he it? just doesn't seem to move the player. That's the thing. Like it doesn't seem to actually gain him anything with the push off. It's not like, um, who was it in the Vikings game who didn't get called for it and they got the touchdown? Uh, Rudolph. Oh, Rudolph. Do you remember oh, that? Rudolph. Um, and that I felt that that was a lot more obvious, and he got more of a tactical. It was actually a push off. Like he got something from that. Mm. Um, so it would have been easier to call something like that I didn't think Kittle moved the guy and I didn't think he got anything from it but you, what you're looking so I thought it was surprising the that, that they, they called it but
2: yeah exactly and this yeah, year we've yeah. had no consistency on pass and interference a bit like the catch rule from a few years ago there's been no consistency with it it's yeah. stupid if you're going to have replays in the last two minutes things need to be replayed and checked properly rather than oh yeah we we'll go with the on-field umpires no, no 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 check it properly because that's what your job is
1: that's fair
2: dog and to be honest that's my feeling
3: the referees actually let a fair bit go i mean we i wasn't able to see it during the game necessarily because obviously a lot of it's up close down on the field but yeah. by all accounts coming straight out of that game a lot of people said that there were a lot of kind of holding calls that weren't given um there was obviously that delay of game one on san fran that yeah. wasn't actually called when the play yeah. clock hit zero and then it was like mm-hmm. and zero oh and then it snapped but they did let things go a fair bit at the time so it seemed really weird that that wasn't let go yeah Um because a- the
2: person who called it was the back judge and you can see it as Kittle's just about to grab it the guy's hand has already pulled the flag out and he's already in the process of throwing it not that I'm trying to look at conspiracies here but it seemed a little bit
3: quick <laughs> and a little bit fast <laughs> you are
1: trying to
2: look at
3: conspiracies yeah you're 100% fishing there there's a <laughs> little rod just putting some bait out there and seeing so right, anything so has a little nibble all, here nibble on nibble? that
1: um, oh, how much fun was the um, that pre-snap spin move?
3: Oh, the um, little Motown shuffle.
1: Yeah, before they <laughs> scored. They before it. Williams scored. Yeah,
3: yeah. No, that was that was the conversion to set up the inch. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're right. Yeah, yeah. But they yeah. did that.
1: They did that spin in the backfield. Yeah, coming that's
3: out of the Rose Bowl from the nineteen. Yeah, that's yeah,
1: yeah. It was, yeah. The forties or something. Yeah,
3: yeah. Eric Bieniemy was such a blast all week. He just loves playing with this offense the offensive coordinator for the Kansas City Chiefs and you can tell every time somebody would say like oh what about Patrick it's like man just being around him was phenomenal because you know what you've got (laughs) as a weapon and what you can do with him and then you yeah. can have fun with it. And he was actually talking about when he and Matt Nagy, uh, I can't remember where he was saying they worked together, but they used to sit and watch college football together and go like, okay, well, we can take that. And they get really excited watching college ball about where they can uh-huh. take those sorts of things into. And obviously that play came from obviously a Rose Bowl a long, long time ago. But it's just one of those guys that he loves being a little bit different and being, you know, yeah, out, like I was thinking outside the box a little bit.
2: that would have been the Chiefs Ollie. Matt Nagy used to be the OC of the Chiefs
3: yeah yeah so I guess yeah yeah I guess when they were working together on that um, it was only a snippet of a conversation I heard him having with Susie Colbert um, in the build up Um, but yeah and they they used to just get off on watching college football and seeing how they could implement little bits and bobs into that and uh, he's going to make he's going to make a great head coach a really fun person to work underneath always seems to be smiling always seems to like enjoy the job and whichever coach, whichever team ends up getting him as a head coach, they're going to have a fun offense to watch because he's going to make sure it's a lot of fun. Yeah, I just yeah. don't know if he'd ever want to... Why would you want to leave working with Andy Reid and Pat Mahomes? No. That's the I mean, question.
1: It's, it's, it's the best spot to be in in the NFL at the moment, isn't it? It's, uh, and have you ever seen more of a kind of reaction for a, for a coach than that Super Bowl? No. It felt like it really was for him. Yeah. You know? I like, all the mean. players just wanted to do it for... And all the, like, the fans, the Kansas City fans were amazing in the stadium. Mm. Felt like a home game for them. And they're just, they're just chanting, Andy, Andy. I was like, yeah, I was really hyped up for that. I felt really bad for Kyle, but that was uh, seeing Reed get the the Super Bowl was pretty amazing. It just seems like, I don't know, has he ever, like, really wronged anyone in his life? He just seems like the most popular guy in the world right now, I don't know.
3: The guy said like, he's gonna maybe get. Maybe there's
1: the... some darkness there or something behind the like behind the scenes. But <laughs> oh,
3: I don't want to know. Don't don't take Big Red. No, for me yeah, nah. yeah, no don't taint 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 That would be the it.
1: worst scandal ever, not it? If we find out that he's completely horrible. <laughs>
3: for the guy, the Attacking guy said he wants to get the biggest cheeseburger he can find and maybe even make it a double. That was what he wanted <laughs> after the Super Bowl. Like he's a yeah. he's a he's already a hero in my eyes. It's Hall of Fame booked now for sure, <laughs> uh, just for the cheeseburger. Let alone for the Super Bowl ring itself. Hell, yes. Um, but yeah, the, yeah, that was a, that was a, obviously the storyline going around the NFL that everybody wanted Andy Reid to finally succeed and get that one. Um, especially when you see someone like Bill Belichick before the game just flashing his rings on the uh, all-time 100, cool, NFL though. 100 team. Yeah, I know it was kind yeah, of yeah, okay. Boo me! Look
2: at my rings. Yeah, boo me all you want.
3: It's one of the few times that I've kind of smiled and been like, all right, fair enough. It was quite funny because we were just about to do the inactives at that point on the broadcast. And uh, yeah. Shane Vereen next to me obviously won a Super Bowl with Belichick, just starts applauding. And I was like, you're probably applauding about as loud <laughs> as anybody else is in this stadium, mate. Nobody else is applauding him that much. <laughs> um, do we have
2: all eight on?
1: That's good fun.
3: What's that?
2: Do you have all eight rings on?
3: No, Belichick didn't. No, he didn't. Oh, he only sure. had, I think he probably only had, had his three, three favorite.
2: Oh, you'd have all only weight, you? three or four.
3: Yeah, just yeah. Well, you know, you can't wear them all. It'd be too weighty on your hands.
2: I mean, I've got I've got some replica ones here of the Steelers ones. I can put them on my hand right now. Well, I mean, two it's hands an audio
3: podcast. It'd be really weird to just sit and wait for that.
2: Yeah, I know. <laughs> so let's not do that. Maybe I'll shoot the end.
3: <laughs> um, what point did you guys realize that this was all gone kaput for the Forty ers Was it after the first touchdown, the Kelsey one? They get no. 6.13 left to go. Kelsey gets the one-yard pass from Mahomes.
0: At the goal line, as Mahomes is just going to roll out to the right, going to float one towards the back of the end zone. Brought in, touchdown, Travis Kelsey, the tight end, the big man, and the man that Mahomes can rely on in the red zone. Touchdown, Kansas City, with 6.13 to go in the fourth quarter. 16.20, we got a ball game back again.
2: I didn't think it was finished there either. I thought when it was a 24-23... And I thought, there's still a chance here the 49ers are going to run the clock out. And then when they didn't, I was like, "Oh, well, now it's game over. So when the Chiefs got the ball back. I thought, they're going to score again, and that's going to be the end of the game. Or they'll just kill the clock completely. That's what I thought. In fairness, after Damien Williams scored his touchdown, I fell asleep. I didn't realise I'd <laughs> fallen asleep until I was like, oh, they're handing the trophy over.
5: <laughs>
2: I missed that.
1: I well, was getting really tired at that point, by the way. That's, that's fair enough. If you're watching on your own as well, that's hard to stay up for. It's tough.
3: Well, we were denied, as I said, that, that special moment. We were denied Jimmy Garoppolo having a Brady moment, which yeah. was you know, 24-20. Garoppolo with just over two minutes to go, three timeouts, 85 yards to go, thanks to some amazing kicking from Butker, pinning them deep, getting them down at the 15-yard line from the special teams unit that was excellent. And all right, Jimmy... This is time to step out of the shadow of Tom Brady, and it just didn't didn't happen in any way, shape, or form. Most of it takes one up the gut, gets some decent yardage, and then, pff, yeah, sorry, Jimmy. Uh, the thing with and- that,
2: though, is if he'd hit the ball to Sanders, that had gone through, and he'd scored. It's, if he hadn't scored, he'd got down on the two-yard line, and they then scored. Given the way the Chiefs had been clicking the last two drives before that bad mm. point there, I still think the Chiefs would have driven down the
1: field and scored a touchdown, not a field goal. They just got they just got their mojo together, didn't they? They got some
5: heat. This stadium has just erupted. And Ollie, you're dancing around looking all happy. Patrick Mahomes is fired up. I'm telling you, what a game, what a drive there by the Kansas City Chiefs.
1: Yeah. And it, it seems like the 49ers' defense, they just put everything into... You know, those first three and a half quarters, I I don't know if they were tired or they're just kind of mentally just exhausted as well.
3: Well, the Chiefs Um, went hurry up. That that killed them. As soon as the Chiefs got that big bomb to Tyreek Hill and then they went hurry up offense, the Niners were on the defense, were on the back heels. And that's when they got momentum. What was that play where Sherman just looked like lost, beaten by Sammy Watkins down the yeah. right sideline? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. We've got under four minutes to go in Super Bowl Fifty Four. The fourth quarter is so exhilarating right now with Mahomes having the ball on the forty-eight yard line in San Fran territory. Second and seven coming up as he comes out of the gun. Kelsey on the left side of the line, two receivers left, one receiver right, including Sammy Watkins out there. Mahomes takes the snap, takes the hand up, finds Sammy Watkins down the field, who beats Sherman in coverage and gets down towards the ten yard line before he's pushed oh, out of bounds. Oh. Sammy Sammy Watkins coming up big with another big playoff
5: catch. Mahomes threw him perfectly down the right sideline. Yes, he did. And Sammy Watkins with a heck of a route down the right hand side on Richard Sherman. A
1: big play. That was one of the big plays of the game. But that 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 Tyreek Hill um, sixty yard uh, pass. That was that was where you knew that something kind of special was going on
0: Shane Vereen I'll ask you in a moment if this is two down territory but Mahomes is coming out on third and 15 at the 35 yard line with Williams alongside him out of the gun one tight end to the right Kelsey to the left Watkins and Hill on the left side of the line with Watkins in the slightly more inside slot position as Mahomes just raises his leg calling for the snap Niners drop plenty deep and bring just a 4 man rush Mahomes is going to fling it it downfield all the way to the 22 yard line brought in by Tyreek Hill Patrick Mahomes using that cannon of an arm to stretch the field and finally he and Tyreek Hill get on the same connection first and ten at
5: the 22 for the Kansas City Chiefs that could be a Super Bowl defined Play, oh, absolutely! And excuse me for jumping in before the ball was caught. We've been waiting for the big play from this offense, and it came on third and fifteen. Well, the cracks are to show. That was
1: nuts. That was the first yeah. splash play that the, but that Chiefs, was the Chiefs really had. Yeah. That was like third down and twelve or something. Third and fifteen. So was, yeah, third and, third and 15. fifteen. So, you know, that was potentially the game there as well. just these. The there was some so many huge moments where you could just the game could have just gone either way. Well, that's yeah. so. They just had more that of them
3: so gutsy to not kind of say right we'll eat into third and 15 it's four down territory we need to go for it Um, yeah that throw as well Mahomes takes about an 11 12 step drop which is just something ridiculous and he never steps into the throw he plants his feet square on and that is all just arm sling yeah it's a phenomenal bomb downfield. I mean, it's yeah, it gets hit
1: before. it gets hit like kind of as he's throwing it as well.
3: Yeah, it's just about late enough the hit that it doesn't put him off. Yeah. Um slightly underthrows Tyreek Hill, but you'll give him that. And it's the first time, as I say, that Tyreek Hill actually ran a deep route as opposed to having some sort of comeback on it. And as soon as that hit, it was like, right, they're in business. Like they've lit the paper. This is gonna happen. This is gonna get <laughs> very interesting. And then, yeah, that Sammy Watkins play down the sideline. Sammy Watkins is a very good receiver. I like Sammy Watkins. But Richard Sherman got done like a kipper. I know. One yeah. on one After
1: such a great season for him as well. He looks, uh, he looks slow and bad then. Mm,
3: yeah. In a real big spot. And then Damian yep. Williams gets a controversial touchdown to give them the advantage 24-20.
5: We just keep saying it again and again, the players just keep getting bigger, the situations just get more and more dire. It's getting set up for a Garoppolo Brady moment, let's see what happens first <laughs> with Mahomes,
0: third and five at the five yard line, ball on the right, hash mark, two receivers right, Tyreek Hill actually just moving in motion alongside Mahomes, he's got two either side of him, he's going to dump it off to Damien Williams on the right side, and it's just reaching for the pylon, touchdown, Damian Williams, diving for the line, hits as he did, but the running back on the board once again, and the Kansas City Chiefs lead in Super Bowl 54, 23-20.
3: Which
1: is... God, that was so close, wasn't it? If that, if yeah. the on-field decision had not been touchdown... It probably would have kept
2: the same way, because no wasn't yeah. the, you know the same? way, was there? Yeah, it was, no yeah, it was just... It was just well, they just had to go with the on-field,
1: so I didn't blame it.
2: I think that that was a touchdown by a frame. If you had one frame before the ball's not in and his feet are definitely in bounds. The next frame, the ball's through and the foot is just going out of bounds. So I think it's I thought it was definitely a touchdown. I watched it again.
1: Okay, I remember that's my it feeling through the it's haze, very very close. I remember it being like simultaneous when they did it frame by frame. Um, but it was just so yeah, it was so close. So close. You know, I wasn't. I was glad that they did give it a touchdown. What yeah, really annoyed me was
2: uh, when Darwin Thompson came into the game, uh, I think for the Jeep's first touchdown, and he almost ran it in after I just put some money on him to be first touchdown scorer. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, That's you so messaged close. me about that. You were livid yeah, about that. I was livid. Understandably uh, I thought so. there was a
2: chance he might get another one, so I thought any scorer, great money on that. Didn't he come back in the game and get anywhere near the goal line? I can't even remember game, my
1: bets. The they were line. all terrible. Yeah.
2: I'm sure we'll get onto to the bets at
1: the end.
3: Yeah, yeah, we'll uh, we'll, we'll come <laughs> on to them. Um, just finally, the Damian Williams 38-yard run. Second and six coming up for
0: Mahomes in the Kansas City Chiefs offense. Williams is the man behind him as they hand it off to him. He breaks it out towards the left Uh-oh, of the line. He's over. got Pates Uh-oh, and space over. and down the left sideline and Damian Uh-oh. Williams puts his name surely as the Super Bowl 54 MVP Uh-oh. with the touchdown run that seals Super Bowl 54 for the Kansas City Chiefs and that 50-year wait is seemingly over
5: for the side in red tonight. You said it took 50 long years, but what a way to go out in emphatic fashion.
3: Yeah, that was the icing on the cake. Killed the game. Niners have already just turned the ball over. Williams slashes out to the left. Done and dusted. Game over. Andy Reid, Super Bowl champion. Chiefs home and through. And deservedly so in the end. I mean, I don't think any 49ers 49ers fans are going to be livid. But at the same time, if if you play a fourth quarter like you did against a team like the Chiefs, you're gonna get done like a kipper.
2: So it's the fourth time you said kipper tonight, Ollie. Yeah, I'm throwing that in. <laughs> kipper in any way, shape, or form. It's <laughs> two favourite Ollie's. How do you like how
3: do you like your kippers in any way, shape, or form? Oh, there you go. Oh,
2: there it is. There That's it it is. the pro. That's pro <laughs> Um
3: <laughs> Alright, I'll tell you what we do. Let's throw in the audio from the locker room now and then we'll come back and talk about like post-Super Bowl, musings, bets, and everything else. So this is uh, Tyron Matthew uh, in the Chiefs locker room after the game.
6: No, not really. You no, know, it really hasn't hit me yet. Um, uh, Just so grateful to really be a part of this group and, you know, obviously to, to bring the championship back to Kansas City um, and then to do it for Coach Reed. Uh, you know, he's all about family. He's all about team, and that's what we believe in
4: difference between the two teams tonight what was the difference in the game in your mind? Um, well I, I, you know, at
6: the end of the day I felt like we wanted it more. Um, you know, I felt like our defense stepped up uh, when they needed to and then obviously anytime you could you know have the best player on the field um, you know go to work um, you know, I think Pat did that for us tonight um, gave us that spark um, and then I, like I said defensively I think we was able to kind of you know close it out.
4: What, what did you say to your teammates it looked like you were making a little <laughs> bit of an impassioned speech on the sideline. You didn't seem very happy there.
6: Yeah, I felt like um, felt like we had a you know good two weeks to prepare. I uh, felt like we practiced really well, um, probably had our best practice. Then we show up in the game and we're, we're missing tackles, we're not playing well, um, we're not having fun. Um, and, and that's who we are as a defense. Um, we're about having fun, uh, having that swagger, having that chip on our shoulder. Um, and I thought in the fourth quarter we was kind of able to get back to who we, who we are, who we created ourselves to be.
5: you feel like that fourth quarter validated you guys on defense? Obviously, Patrick and the offense gets most of the publicity, but do you guys feel like you're validated now because you made the stops when it had to?
6: Yeah, without a doubt. Uh, there's been a lot of talk about that defense, right? Um, you know, they got seven, eight first-rounders, right? We don't have any. We just got a bunch of guys that love each other, work hard for each other, um, and I'll take that over the first round of any day. So we had a chip on our shoulder tonight uh, and we wanted to go out there on defense and you know make that play. Uh, I'm so happy for Kendall Fuller, man. Um, for him to be able to make that play in
4: this situation, uh, I think that says a lot about you know our defense. But I mentioned for Coach Spagnuolo, made the decision to move you closer to the line, seemed to change the defense this season. He's transformed what you do, it feels like, in the last eight or nine weeks. Yeah, I mean, he, he's a bright mind.
6: Um, He's so smart um, and he adjusts really well, especially with personnel. Um, and, we, and I feel like that's why they brought him here. You know, he was the guy to take down the undefeated Patriots and, you know, he's had a lot of success in the playoffs. Um, he does so well just adjusting and communicating with his players. Um, I feel like those little things
4: has really helped us out a lot. And for you personally, three times in the first half, an open field tackle from you stopped what could have been a touchdown. That's a game changer for me. Yeah, I mean, you know, I take
6: great pride in just, you know, being an overall player. Um, you know, it's not going to be every game that I'm able to make an impact playing a passing game, uh, but it'll be a lot of routine plays that, at the end of the day, you realize how big they were. So, um, I think uh, our coaches really preach that—just making an easy play, to simple play. Um, and uh, uh, I was I was I was happy I was able to do that for my team tonight. And finally, what's
4: it like watching Patrick Mahomes operate from the sideline in that fourth quarter? You know, it's like uh. Like watching Denzel in the movie or, you know, watching
6: LeBron James in the playoffs. Uh, <laughs> I think he has that glow about him. He has that spark, man. Um, for him to be that young and to to be able to keep his confidence in the Super Bowl, playing against a tough defense who didn't really give him anything, I think that get, that, 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 that should tell you everything you need to know about the kid. Um, he believes in himself and he believes in the people around him.
3: And we also caught up with Brashad Breland as well after the game had that early interception on Garoppolo and was making plays all across the board really that night.
4: Man, great. You know what I mean? Like, we, we saw this coming. We knew it was going to be here. We, we just had to follow the quarter. It was already written. We just had to, had to follow the hey strip. Do it, you already know. <laughs> Is there ever a moment when down 10 points, 10 minutes left, two interceptions already thrown, you're sitting, sitting on the sideline thinking we can't do this? No, man. Not one time did this team ever waver, ever got down, man. I can see that we're persistent in what we do to get get wins. Whatever it takes, we're gonna do it. Uh, The defense came in and helped the offense until they got going. When the offense get going, it's a wrap, man. We scoring three minutes, like so. Never down. You you never out of it. Long as you if you got four or five minutes, man, we we never down. Never out of it. I want to talk to you about toughness. You went off with an injury at one point. There was a timeout. You came in two plays later. You got a tackle for loss. What does that say about you, this team, that mentality? Man, we—this is Super Bowl, man. Ain't nothing gonna have you hurt. You know what I mean? Shoot me up and send me back out there, I man. I'm gonna do what I gotta do to get this team winning. For us to win, man, we are gonna do what we gotta do, and that's that's the mentality of everybody all year. We had a lot of injuries that hamper us, but the guys went and worked and, and, and got themselves back quickly and possible to help this team get to this point, and we did it. Quick word for Coach Reed. Man, I'm I'm glad I was able to help you get this. This joy, experience the joyous moment. You know what I mean? Get your first Super Bowl. My first Super Bowl. Like I, I, I'm happy and I'm glad to be able to spend it in this moment with you. Great coach. You know what I mean? Like he like a pop to some of some of us out here. You know what I mean? Like like, like a friend. You know what I mean? Like he's a player's coach, and anybody in the room will want to play for him. And I'm just happy I got a chance to really help him get get what he deserved. And then finally, what's it like to watch Patrick Mahomes operate from the sideline? Man, that's great, man. You can't. That's something you can't beat.
3: <laughs> Breland did have a massive game.
2: I pegged him. I was When I saw him get the interception and start being all over the place, I thought, I'll just see what the odds are on him being the MVP. Couldn't find Ooh. any odds on him being the MVP.
3: Who should have been MVP?
2: Not Mahomes. Mahomes wasn't good enough. He didn't... Pro- granted, probably he...
1: Williams, but, you know, you can see why Mahomes got it. I mean, to author those two drives at the plays. end yeah. you know I, I think that I think he, yeah I think it was probably about right I think but, if you took that big run out of the end from Williams which is kind of just like you said icing on the cake then I don't know did he do enough the rest of the game to get MVP like, not for me was there really I, I would a give it to Mahomes
2: on either side of the the whole thing. Neither mm. neither team had one standout player. Yeah, but well, that's they why you give it to teams. the
1: quarterback on the winning team yeah, that led a fourth quarter comeback. But I, so it's I think it's well, right that he got it.
3: I thought as well Williams and the rushing attack for Kansas City was actually pretty decent early on in terms of it was better than we'd seen it throughout the playoffs. And it stepped up far more than anybody thought. And that actually took some of the pressure off Mahomes' poor play. In the early part of the game, it Mahomes... did, but
1: it wasn't. It wasn't like a crazy running back performance. It wasn't like Mostert did for the Forty ers in no, the no. in the playoffs, or Coleman had done for the week before, um, or like I don't know, Legarrette Blunt or James White in like Super Bowls past. It's just, I just
3: yeah, it, I, I don't know. He had the fourth down of... conversion to set up the touchdown. He could have easily had the first touchdown if Mahomes hadn't kept it and had decided to pitch it instead when they kind of optioned a tart. Um, Yeah, tart yeah. and then he gets the two touchdowns as well it could have been a three touchdown night for Damian williams easily um, and i thought yeah i just thought if anybody was going to get it it would probably be him or as jazz said brashad breland i thought as well was um was tip top yeah
2: but again, the trouble with him, he had some really good stuff in the first half, and then didn't do as much in the second. So it's just it's again, there was no standout obvious player. So in some ways, you're right, Dave. If they're not it's not a standout obvious player, the team that wins, yeah, I think it goes it, it goes to, to the, the quarterback.
1: QB. And I think I mean it is crazy that you know this is not that great a game for Mahomes, but he still offers this incredible comeback and gets it done and he didn't play that well. (laughs) I Mm. mean, that that really speaks to how good the guy is. Yeah. We're just going to show Um,
2: that the Chiefs' offense is one that you have to try and stop for 60 minutes, and if you don't, they will score and score very rapidly if they're behind. Yes. So you have to have everything all go at all times and not decide to just pass the ball instead of running it and kicking a field goal.
1: Yeah, well, they stopped stopped them for like 50 minutes, didn't they? Yeah. And it's just not enough.
3: So, um, what little um, what little bets did you put on during the game? Because I know you. So, I you... Had,
2: uh, had some first touchdown scores. I had McCole Hardman thinking maybe he'll run back the kickoff. I had um, Debo Samuel to score any time in the 49ers to win. That obviously didn't come off. Um, I put Darwin Thompson after I saw he was the second back, first touchdown scorer, and then any time touchdown scorer, and then first touchdown scorer. He did none of the sort. Um,. I had one other one too. I can't remember who it was. But I really considered putting a bet on use check. Mm. I really looked at it. I thought, oh, it's good odds. Uh, what to be any time, scorer? No, no. If there's the next touchdown scorer. Oh, first damn. One. That would have been good. No, first touchdown scorer, sorry. I think it was like 25 or 30. Maybe in thirty-five. to one. Yeah. I thought, oh, that'd be a nice little bet. But I thought, no, I'll never score. Damn. I was wrong.
1: Yep. I think I, m- my bets were kind of centred around, um, you know, the... Drinking. Yeah. <laughs> and <players laughs> and waits. the weights. No, the, I did... Oh, God, I put loads of bets on, but they're all nonsense. And they, none of them came off. It was uh, Most of them involved the 49ers winning, because that was my pick. Um, it was like the 49ers winning combined with someone scoring or something, you know, a total amount of points in the game, which was quite low, really. Um, yeah. For, for what we were all expecting, we were expecting maybe 60 points between the two teams, something like that. The over-under um,
2: I saw was 45, 40, yeah, 54.5. So it wasn't far yeah. off the over-under.
1: But no. Far no, it wasn't. Away. Um, so yeah, I didn't get anywhere. Did you put any bets on Ollie or I were didn't, you not? I didn't put any bets on Ollie. Didn't have time. You're too to. busy just living your life.
3: Yeah, just, just larging it in Miami, you know what I mean? We were popping <laughs> champagne on South Beach, you know, yeah. balling, balling. Ah, oh, yeah. No, um... No, but I, I had a very keen eye on my bet that you guys massively poo-pooed. And to be honest, Richard Graves from Sky Sports, who I made the bet with, uh, also was laughing his head off about how it was free money. And I kept on messaging him during the game Garoppolo is outperforming Patrick Mahomes and has a better QB rating. But if the Chiefs win this, then I will have the Chiefs win, but with Garoppolo having a better QB rating. And it was far closer, I think, than anybody expected. It was, yeah. Garoppolo finished up with 69.2. Mahomes eventually finished with 78.1, but only because oh. in the fourth quarter he had a QB rating of hundred 100.6, which oh. brought his average up massively. So if basically... He, what? if he hadn't thrown the touchdown yeah. to Kelsey, and instead they'd run it in, that would have been that would have been Mahomes having a uh, weaker QBR than. Uh, well, than Garoppolo. kudos
1: to you. Well, yeah. no, not at
3: all, because I didn't get the bet. So <laughs> still no,
1: that's fair though. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. And I did, you know, I think it was, it might be in the beginning of the fourth, um, you know, and and they they flashed up the stats, and I was like, God, yeah, Mahomes has thrown for less yards than Garoppolo. And it's not like Garoppolo was lighting the world on fire either, but um, it was just showing how slow their night was going. But yeah, yeah, changed the tide, didn't they? So,
3: any final thoughts, gents? It seems a bit Um, weird, like it's all over. Oh,
1: there was a funny bet that um, one of my friends put down, uh, which was Will Smith to make an appearance at the halftime of the Super Bowl.
2: Yeah, I must have been on that too. I almost did that.
3: Yeah, that was five five to
1: one or some nonsense, and then it didn't happen.
3: Didn't I also... even hear the Miami song while I was in Miami the whole week. Oh really? Didn't not once did I hear it get played.
1: Well it's not the nineteen
3: nineties, is it? So No, but it's a banger. It is, <laughs> but it is, <laughs> it's but it a is banger. like And years we're old. in Miami.
4: <laughs> like <laughs> I was I was looking up the
3: lyrics to maybe put them in my intro for the game. I was like, yeah, like welcome to Miami. Welcome to Super Bowl fifty four or something like that. Like, I don't know. It's just been you're so
2: cool. Yeah, I'm glad you didn't do that. That's how you get instantly yanked off radio or mm. TV or anything forever. Um, speaking yeah. of bet, I was going to put a really weird one on. I saw a bet for um, the National Anthem, Demi Lovato, to sing with a stand, to sing with a microphone in her hand, or to sing with someone holding the microphone for her. <laughs> I was going to do the holding the microphone, because it was like five to one. I'm glad I didn't, because it was on the stand. And the stand was like evens.
3: That's such a weird bet. I
2: Jeez. like the novelty stuff. like Where that. do these fun. come from?
3: Somebody to hold the mic for them is such a bold one. I mean, one. The, the
1: coin flip is is amusing enough to me. You know, like betting on a on the on the coin flip at the beginning of the game. I mean, I almost damn, did that as well. Like, I
2: almost did that too because when we were sitting down, me and Sam were sitting down. Don't we said, bet on I said stuff I said to like her, that. Oh, those coin flips about what? to happen. Do you want to bet on it? Said, yeah, sure. Trying to get up on my phone, and I couldn't find the bet in time before it was uh it was flipped.
1: Don't do that. You're better than that. Yes. Am I?
3: That's Am as weak... I? That's
1: for basic bitches, that... <laughs> that's, <laughs> uh, that's not good betting. We've got to move away from that.
3: That's as weak as the people that are saying that this is the start of a Kansas City dynasty, which is like, we're two well, games... Well, it is
2: until they pay my homes. Once they pay my homes, game over.
3: Well, yeah, plus, I just don't... Look at the, NF... uh, look at the AFC right now. You've got Lamar Jackson, you've got Deshaun Watson... Then you're potentially going to have in Cincinnati and in Miami, Joe Burrow, Tua, um, and then whoever knows where um, what's his name out of Oregon is going to go as well. Like in theory, Herber. you could have you could have seven top if all of those guys achieve their potential. Top young QBs in the well, AFC. When, I just don't yeah. see how the Chiefs are going to have a lock on that conference
2: because the texans can't get out in front of themselves because bill yeah. o'brien isn't great at putting enough talent around watson well he's, i think he's the, the only Mark thing that, the
1: only it. team that you mentioned there for me is the, the is ravens. the uh is the ravens that could you Do know something. the other things there's all question marks isn't it yeah
3: no for sure but i'm just saying uh, that a dynasty is a long period of time i mean we take it for granted what the patriots have done you got, dynasties weren't even thought of in the nfl really that like in this, and they've been changed again in the way the Patriots have kind of had two of almost I mean, one. into one. In the Steelers had a dynasty in the seventies. So. Yeah, yeah, I the know, Cowboys yeah. in the nineties. But, but not the to the four same four four. extent. Four. in the eighties. Not to the same extent that the Patriots have had in this kind of long period of time. But to start using a word like dynasty around the Chiefs after just one Super Bowl victory, I think it's just lazy. I don't think we need to look at that because
1: it is lazy. Yeah, I mean, but, I think it's. I think it's kind of it's on. Un- it's easy It is easy to think that teams are going to dominate, but it's so hard for teams to even get back to the Super Bowl, let because alone win it. You know, well, The then- difference
2: is that they've got a very good young quarterback. That's If you have the, a player like Mahomes that you have, you've always got a chance in a game you've got. So in terms of saying you have a dynasty coming by, I can imagine that's just because of his, his youth. And that's going to be a player that's going to be with the Chiefs, barring an injury, yeah. for 10, 12,
1: 15 years. And we saw him do it last year as well. Um, yeah. in the playoffs against the Patriots, you know, he could have easily won that game. And he played outstanding.
2: And the sample size and he would have, have been of in the the home Super Bowl. isn't excessive, but what we've seen is fantastic. I'm sure his winning record's astronomical. Like, I'm not sure exactly yeah. what it is on my head, but it's very high. So in that sense, you can understand why people are saying it. I think it's also way too early to say that. And like I said, once you have give him the contract he's going to get and be the highest-paid quarterback, suddenly you've got yeah. much less money to pay the rest of your defence pay the rest of your offensive weapons
1: was what they said about rogers wasn't it when they won in 2010 2010. yeah Mm -hmm. uh he just assumed that they'd win a bunch more by now and uh they didn't they haven't yeah Uh, or like you know when breeze won in 2011 you know they haven't even been back there it's just like 2009
2: 2009
1: sorry oh yeah giants 2011 yeah um yeah it's just so hard it's so hard Like, and l- loads of people were picking like you know looking at the Eagles at the beginning of this year um, or the Falcons after they went to the Super Bowl I know they didn't win but you kind of assumed that they would get back there the well, Rams the last of, year it's just the, like the teams there's that so lose many the examples
3: Bowl, fall off a cliff yeah
1: it's, it's, you know, it's, so, it's so hard you, you don't know where the Niners are going to be next year oh, the in Patriots that division do. as well
3: yeah, I know. I knew Jazz was going to say the Patriots. Well, you know, you
1: can't know. can't say a sweeping statement like that and then
2: say, "Oh, the Patriots uh, fell off a cliff too when they went and won the Super Bowl the year after."
3: Yeah, but you can look at a lot of teams that do fall off a cliff. So,
1: oh yeah, historically, you're completely right. They're yeah. kind of the exception to every rule, really. The Patriots—they've just written Brilliant their own football. kind of mini sport, really. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's Patriot Bowl now.
3: Well, now it's the off season.
1: Yep, no, it's the off season, yeah.
3: Great. <laughs> We're all gonna oh. get together for the combine. Yeah. Watch that. <laughs> Watch Joe Burrow do a forty yard dash in like four six. I don't know. <laughs> That'd be fun. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah, keep keep listening to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it really selling them, boys. Jesus re- Christ. <laughs> well we are actually talking about this stuff.
3: No, we will uh we'll start gambling on combine times. That's what we'll do. I <laughs> guess Brilliant. the player weight on combine. Player yeah. weights. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of or, money uh, to be... bench
2: press. We'll get vertical jumps, three Definitely. cone yep. drills. Yeah. All kinds yep. of stuff. Yeah, there's how a how many lot. uh how many balls do receivers catch when they're doing their catching gauntlet?
3: Thanks to Jazz and Dave, as always. Thanks to yourselves for listening. Pick six underscore pod is where you can follow us on Twitter. That's Pick Six underscore pod. You can follow Dave at David Bluck One. That's at David Bluck One. Jazz Gillum is at Jazz Gillum. That's at Jazz Gillum. And I'm O underscore J underscore Wilson. Until this next season, well, we're going to continue through the off season a bit. We're going to do the odd podcast when it comes to free agency, the combine, the draft, and all that other good stuff as well. Preseason is just around the corner. It's only seven months away until the start of the new season. And the Kansas City Chiefs get to defend that Lombardi trophy. Thanks for listening. Take care. Enjoy the offseason.